All right, we're back. Marks and Reese. Elliot's going to join us coming up at 4 o'clock. He was at Eagles practice. He well, won't have flight issues, I don't think. No? No, no he he's all locked in. He's not leaving until Sunday, right? Yeah, Sunday morning. All right. He'll be the first one out there. Mm-hmm. So we are we are all leaving on Sunday. We will be in uh, in Arizona by Sunday afternoon, Sarah, Sunday night, and then we will be on the air live from Radio Row in Phoenix on Monday. Mm-hmm. So I, we are all looking forward to being out there. Uh, but the... The five-year anniversary of the Eagles winning the Super Bowl is tomorrow. So, man, five years. Does it feel like five years? Or is it more than five years or less than five years? You're right at five years, Ike. Hmm? Does it feel like it's been five years, or does it feel like just yesterday, or does it feel longer than five years? Um, Feels like it's been five years. It definitely feels five years. It don't feel shorter. It's been a lifetime of things that have happened since that Super Bowl. Including the pandemic as... where we replayed all the yeah. games. Well, <laughs> not, not only that, the the people that won the Super Bowl aren't here anymore. Aren't here, the, yeah. the coach, the quarterback, like all that stuff has changed. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, five years, Jack. So is this the montage that was played the day after? Yes. All right. Well, here's the here's the Super Bowl winning montage as heard right here on WIP. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Super Bowl 52. We are yet. We are Foles fakes. He's back. He steps up. He is going deep. And it is caught by by Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey, a magnificent! He comes right back to Blunt. Blunt across the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5. The train is in the end zone! Unbelievable blocking. Great play call. We knew he was going to be aggressive. He told us that he was going to stay aggressive. He loves us. Boom. Moves to the right. It goes directly to Clement. Clement reverses it. And the pass goes into the end zone. To Nick Foles. And a touchdown by Nick Foles. This play call has a chance to be remembered as one of the all-time greats. And that's something we've been working on, and Doug and I were talking. I was like, let's just run it. And Matt Patricia, defensive coordinator for New England, he's over there scratching his beard. He is going deep, and is it a touchdown? It is. It is a touchdown! A 22-yard touchdown to Clement. This is crazy. I've been dreaming about this moment, Now I can see what it feels like. Looks, fires out in the flat, running with the football, and coming up close to another first down. Is Aguilar, and he picks it up. Aguilar tonight has stepped up bigger than ever. Back goes Foles, fires, slant, touchdown! Zach Ertz, he caught it, he bobbled it, he never let it drop, and he finished with the football. If they would have overturned that, I don't know what would happen to the city of Philadelphia. So glad <laughs> they didn't overturn it. Boy, if the Eagles could come up with their one turnover of the game right here, that would be ceiling. Brady back again, he steps up, he's hit, and falls forward, he and he fumbles the football, and the Eagles have it, and is recovered by Barnett. Brandon Graham rips the football out of the hands of Tom Brady. With 2.09 remaining to be played. And boy, oh boy. He said we needed a play. If we got one more opportunity, we're going to give everything we got. And I just so happened to get there. Here is a 46-yarder to give the Eagles an eight-point lead. And the kick is... The biggest kick in Jake Elliott's life right there. Nine seconds left. Eagles by eight. Brady, he steps up. He's hit. He stumbles. He is throwing it deep for the end zone. And it is batted around. And... 
and the game was over. The game was over. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you. If there's a word called everything, that's what it means to Eagles fans everywhere. Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles. Nick Foles, the GOAT, a legend. That's his name is Stone. It's not about how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. That's been this team all year. And they're bringing back the Lombardi Trophy to Philadelphia. Broad Street getting ready. We are having a parade. Wow. Chills. Mm-hmm. Chills. Amazing. And you think this one would be better than that? <laughs> yeah, I was listening to it. And Don't I was think like, so. There's nothing that <laughs> yes. can happen in this game that is going to make it as special as that. Yeah. And this would be fun. Like, it'd be great. Yeah. But that was just yeah. special. Yeah. Still gives you the goosebumps. Um, yeah. They say, they say it's nothing like the first time. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And and the and game the was time. and the game was the game too, right? Like yeah. it could it could have been a, a I mean it's one of the best Super Bowls ever, and the Eagles happened to win it. So very very cool. Um, so very. we we have uh, we have this one now, Jack. Do you have the you have the open from? So were we doing? I, I did we did you do victory I after have wins? No idea, brother. You guys yeah, were here too, so it yeah. wasn't even like you guys were at Chickies. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> All right, well here's here's our open from uh, from the day after they win the Super Bowl. Same song. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the day after. Well, the day after the Eagles, I don't even know how to say that I can say this. Did they really? Did that really happen last night? Did the Eagles just really win the Super Bowl? The Eagles won a Super Bowl. They're Super Bowl champs. Marks and Reese. And Ike's actually out today. He uh, had the sniffles, caught something out there in uh, in Minnesota. So he's gonna hopefully be back tomorrow. Oh, I'm just kidding. Ladies and gentlemen, he's done it a lot this year, but no more meaningful than right now. Here is one, Ike Reese. Victory! Oh, get out of the way, Marks. Yeah, I wouldn't do that now. That was five years ago in two days. Yeah, I, I will. I will this time for sure. I've learned, just like Larry Anderson learned to keep it clean for Scott Fransky on the yes. big calls. I, I will not. Uh, I will not stumble on you when we do it. Well, and, and maybe we're here. Maybe we're. We're. I don't even know. Maybe we're at Cheekies. But um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We're headed out next week. Let's do it. So that, that's another thing I wanted to throw out there. We have full lines right now. We'll get yeah, back I to the Yeah, I do not phone. believe we'll be at Chickies. It, it's already moved to Friday, I believe. Yeah, so we're doing next Friday. Yeah, yeah so there's it no more be, players yeah. lounge yeah, or you're anything right. of that. Yeah. yeah, we'll be in studio. Yeah. You're right. Um, and the, the, the lines are full right now, so it, it's hard for people to jump in. But I, I wonder how many people of our listening audience right now, I, I know a lot of people personally that are going out for the game. Mm-hmm. They've used Sands of Philly to, to get tickets and hotel, the, the entire accommodations. Also know a lot of people that are still looking for tickets on the secondary market. Mm-hmm. I was on TickPick this morning, and the best deal that was on the site was a, was a, um, it was 11558 for a pair. It's essentially upper level end zone, worst seat in the house, but it's still a seat. So it's it's eleven thousand five fifty eight. All things they don't have fees on there. So that's that that was the total price for a pair of tickets. So, I, just to be in the building. Just to be in the building. 
Mm. And 24% of uh, tickets sold have been bought by PA residents. So There you go. Not even including New Jersey or Delaware, which would right. probably be a... Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we haven't been in five years. This is the third one for the Chiefs since we've gone. Yep. I would imagine every Chiefs fan is not running as... You know what I'm saying? Like if you the more you go, it's like the, Patriot yes. fans. If you're going to ten Super Bowls, like you're not going to be. They weren't eager to get the yes. Minneapolis. <laughs> yes, no, exactly. you're right. Yes, no, you're right. Like I, I think this one for Eagles fans. Like one friend of mine said to me, I didn't go to Minnesota, so I'm making sure I go to this one because right. who knows what happens after here. Well, and it's a better city. Yes. Yes. So that's another good but point. But as you try to tell people on Wednesday, they're going to be here again and again and again. So, <laughs> yeah, well, well, next year's Vegas, I think you Next said. year's Vegas. Is next year's Vegas. And I don't, they don't have tw- – uh, no, 25 is is somewhere, and then 26 they don't have determined yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, listen, this is a good one to go to. Everybody doesn't want to go to Vegas, Sin City, casinos and all of that. Uh, you know what I mean? Every – it's not necessarily the place you want to bring kids to go out and hang out in the family or what have you. So Arizona's probably a better family trip than Vegas. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Like it it I would I would rather go if I'm taking my wife or I'm doing I'm not doing like a guy's trip. I'd probably rather go to Arizona than go to go to Vegas. Yeah. So I so just to like to See, to kind of get a gauge of the the temperature of the fan base of who's going out there and if they have tickets yet or whatever. I know some people just going out there to fly out there and watch yeah. the game in Arizona, which is yeah. an awesome idea. Um, let's go to the phones. We have Fred calling from Springfield, Pennsylvania. Hi, Fred. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, hey, I was inspired to call because, you know, I had some, some doubts about Gannon a few weeks ago, and I'd just like to express myself a little further about it. Um, so, yeah, I trust him if we're up two touchdowns or more because – yeah, the bend and break will bend and break. And, and I like our chances next week. I like our offense. But, you know, I have a question for you guys. Can the defense actually be a tool? I mean, if you – remember when Jim Johnson and Buddy used to bring, you know, um, linebackers and, and, and D-backs up to the line and then, and then drop them back? I mean, I see the college teams doing it all the time. What – you know – was it Buddy? He used to drop defensive linemen in the coverage. Well, Jim Johnson, you know, Jim Johnson did that too, right? Okay. I mean, so you, so what? Are you asking why isn't he more? Why doesn't he have more creativity in what he does? <laughs> I mean, you know, it seems like he's got such a talented team, and it was probably more true with Jones and Purdy. But think about that first drive in the New Orleans game. How many times did Dalton roll out to the right? We weren't setting the edge for whatever reason. How how long do you let that go on before you 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 send somebody out there? You do something to make them think. Well, I mean, the de- Fred, the defense has done really well this year, right? So yes, they have very right. Well. So and when- I'm not a hater, and I'm not looking for more sacks. That's how it was interpreted. Um, by a, another host on your station. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for more sacks. I'm just wondering if you can't use them to make the quarterback think harder, work harder, get him out of his comfort, roll in a different way or whatever. Yeah, well, I, well, well, how do you do that? Well, I mean, can't you bring a linebacker up and then have him hovering and jumping and then he drops back anyway? Um, why do the college teams seem to do that? Because they're playing college quarterbacks. 
They can't okay. play. They can't play. The majority of college quarterbacks can't play. The majority of college quarterbacks, the last time they play quarterback will be at the college level. They aren't okay. NFL quarterbacks. So when you – I think the quarterback does matter, Fred, when – if you're going up against an experienced guy, a seasoned guy, a guy that's hard to confuse, just pulling yourself out of position – to try to mask or disguise some sort of coverage, all you're doing is clearly defining where he wants to throw the football. You're not confusing him. It's the one thing that that uh, Peyton Manning used to dice us up. You know, we're doing all this blitzing and Dalk is faking here and faking there and Peyton Manning putting up 40 points on us. Because you can't confuse Peyton Manning. Right. You can't confuse Tom Brady. Like, that's not how you beat those guys. You beat those guys by putting more guys in coverage and giving them smaller windows to throw the ball through, make them hold on to the ball, get after them with your pass rush. When the Giants beat the Patriots, it was because of their pass rush up front and making Brady hold on to that football. He didn't have anywhere to go with it. And and you know why he didn't have anywhere to go with it? There's more guys in coverage. They dropped seven. Yes, there's more guys in coverage. You bring five or six guys, then now you only have five or six guys in coverage. Right. And guess what? If he has Randy Moss or he has Rob Gronkowski or those guys and you got to cover them one-on-one, it's advantage Tom Brady. He's going to pick you apart. If Peyton Manning can go to Marvin Harrison and, and Reggie Wayne and Dallas Clark and this guy and that guy, guess what? If you start blitzing all the time, you're just clearly defining the windows. For Pat Mahomes, who's a very smart quarterback, he's hard to confuse. Believe me, the, the, the NFL has been throwing the book at Pat Mahomes for five years. And he's in the Super Bowl this year. And look at his numbers he put <laughs> yeah. up every year. Yeah. So he may, he may get a little – now here's the thing. He's not infallible. So it's not like you can't trick him up or he has overconfidence in his arm. He's not going to play conservative. That's not his nature. It's not his nature to be conservative. He's going to take risk. He's going to extend plays. He's going to throw the ball sidearms. He's going to throw a hook pass, throw a touchdown in the end zone when he's down there. So he does those things. They also lead to turnovers at times. Yeah. Just not as frequently as you would think they lead to. So, I mean, honestly, when I watch the Eagles play, I don't feel like they never blitz. I feel mm-hmm. like when they do blitz, they try to they try to do it at the right time and it's maybe an extra guy. They're not doing a you know, you're dropping four four guys back in the coverage and you're sending an extra three players at the quarterback. I mean, mm-hmm. they they don't they're not the, they're not the they're like mid middle of the pack as far as blitzing. The NFL's just different. This is how a lot of defenses They don't need play. to blitz. Yeah. They don't need to blitz. They had the best third down pass rush versus anybody. They had the most sacks in the league in history, third most. Like they don't need to blitz. Right. You just don't need to do it. And that's why they have the number one passing defense. You know why? Cuz they can put more guys in coverage. They don't need to blitz. Yep. So blitzing isn't necessarily the answer against Pat Mahomes. It just isn't. It's not the answer. Don't mean it don't mean you never blitz. It just means going into a game thinking, okay, I'm gonna blitz, 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 as if Pat Mahomes has never seen that before. They've been doing that for five years. He's has probably it, hoping has you it do worked? that. Has yeah. it worked? No. No, the thing the thing that's actually worked is being making him be patient and keeping everything in front of him. Man, listen, I, I if Pat Mahomes wasn't playing the Eagles, everybody would tell you this dude is the best quarterback in football. Uh, he's almost unstoppable. If there's a guy that you fear going up against or a guy you want more than anybody, it's normally this quarterback. Yep. It's normally this quarterback. So trying to convince yourself somehow he has kryptonite. and It doesn't mean he can't be beaten. That's not the point. It just means that you had better be on your A game that day. 
and you need to hope to have a little little luck against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers a few years ago. I don't even count that Super Bowl. Both of his tackles were injured. They couldn't block for him. He was under siege the whole game. It just wasn't even a fair fight yeah. going up against that Tampa team. It just wasn't even a fair fight. But I haven't seen very many games where he looks like that. It doesn't mean he hasn't lost a game since then. It just means the guy that beats him, the quarterback on the other side, normally has a damn good football game. He has a great game. Like like holding Pat Mahomes to 10 points or 13 points doesn't happen. No. In order to beat him, you usually have to – Get close to 30 at yeah, least. Yeah, usually. Yeah. Now, if he's having a bad day, he's having a bad day. He's human. It happens. But I just don't think that's the game plan you go into it with. It's almost like Brady. Like, we didn't beat Brady because he had a bad day. We beat Brady because Nick Foles had a great day. That's the only reason. He made one play on defense the entire game. Man. At a great time, by the way. <laughs> Black Gritty. Yeah, at the best time, yeah. From BlackGritty.com, Joyce. This is Black, Black Gritty. How are you, buddy? Great, man. That montage, I, I told you, there ain't nothing like the first time. Well, I can feel it. <laughs> I, you know what? Like I said, we can get another one. Nothing feels like that first time right there. Whoa, doggy. Fresh in it. Um, next, let me tell you guys something. So, Gannon, that guy caught her, you know, everybody heard Gannon. I, I, I changed my mind on that because when he said we're going to gut them, like he could have said we're going to beat them, we're going to whoop them. I just like what he said. We're going to gut the Niners. Like, you're going to gut the Niners. <laughs> okay, you got a little silly in you in these streets. Okay. Now, this is the one game, Ike. Now, you hear me all the time called about it. Yeah. This is the perfect game plan. Don't blitz him for nothing. <laughs> Do what you can play the Gannon way. This is how you beat him because the front defense, the front line is different this year. And so he's injured. He can't run like he normally be running the scamper. That's true. And if, he's, yep. and if he's got a stroll out, guess what? We're getting to him. So right now, I'm an, I love to get in wait for this game because he's unpredictable. He's got trash panda wide receivers. Half of them are hurt. Get, get to do what you do. Go ahead out there and go get this Gannon way. And it's going to be okay. <laughs> normally, I'd be scared to death. If Vetron was 100%, I'd be scared to death because he would buy the time. Yeah. You know, Kelsey's the X factor. But we actually have everybody healthy, so we could put a top safety or corner mm-hmm. you know I mean, on him and say, yo, follow him everywhere and at least give us a shot at that. So yep. right now, the Gannaway is actually working out in our favor, and I'm happy about it. Now, yesterday I listened to the show. I didn't get the call about the flower shop. I was giving out flowers. Today I want to give love to Brandon Graham, the comeback player, the comeback career of a lifetime, man. Remember when he was out here blocking everybody on Twitter like with Thumbo? <laughs> blocked by Brandon. Hashtag blocked by Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He was going through it. He was in the struggle bus. Then he comes back and becomes the champion of our Super Bowl. The most likable guy. Always talking trash. Always got a solid face. Busting his leg up. I was there thinking, oh, don't bring him back. But I, I know I love him, but you yeah, can't bring him. Then he comes back and he balls again. I'm like, oh, my God. He's unstoppable. He's the comeback guy of America. Mm-hmm. And again, always responsible. So, BG, the real BG, because I'm just, you know, I mean, I hear faking in these streets. The real BG, <laughs> I love you so much, brother. I'm so thankful for what you do. And I guess we got to bring him back. Can we just get everybody back on, like, the, the long schedule where we just give y'all, like, $2 million, y'all hang around? And just, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. It, yeah, no, I mean, yes. I, I think like, he would be. He would come back a, a heavy discount, heavy team discount. <laughs> On, on the discount. Oh, yeah. And by yeah. the way, Johnny Mark, uh, make sure you go get this man a suit. I, I sent him $5. He's like, what am I supposed to do with $5? I'm like, you got a million followers. Just pull up $5 from everybody. <laughs> you can have a collection like I agree about a weekend. You know what I'm saying? I take this man out to go get a suit. Yeah. Fly and Perry Winkle. Mark, go get this man a suit. I'm tired of you out here at these 
everybody sent them five dollars. Upgrade your wardrobe. Let's go. Black Gritty. Well, Black Gritty. I mean, Black Gritty. Jack doesn't want to spend the money that I would spend on a suit. On a suit. I just no. want to see seventy five dollars, uh, and I'm like, well, yeah, it's not. It's not. What, a suit. What, what's Very your nice. What's your cash app? <laughs> but he's saying like, if everybody else sent you five dollars, you would have yeah. you would have money to get. Yeah, it. Give out my Venmo. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, hold on. Start going for the. Oh, good just, idea. No, just tweet it out with just free things. Dollar, yeah, everybody send no, me a no. dollar. Believe it or not, I have thought about tweeting out my Venmo just to see how it would go. Right. <laughs> Asking for tips. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do it. You do a service, much exactly. like a server does a service. Totally in a, agree. In a restaurant. All right. Yeah, we should get tips for being on the air. I gotta admit, I'm not. I'm not into the Cash App for birthday. I'm shocked. That, that, that yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Me neither. I'm shocked to even know what Cash App is. <laughs> oh no, I'm in the Cash App. I finally got into that. Yeah. Use Venmo more than uh, Venmo more than Cash. The Cash App. app? Yeah. Yeah, I don't need to see anybody asking, saying, like, hey, it's my birthday, and then they put cash the cash at me. Yeah, like, cash at me. Uh, like, yeah. What? You're 40. Yeah, yeah. I'm not buying you a problem. We <laughs> yeah, don't really yeah. know you. You're not 10. Yeah. <laughs> You're not 12. I'll send you a card, if anything. Let me, let me, I'm sure they'd really like that, right? No. I, I see people on top of Geo for, 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 for getting tickets to the Super Bowl. Did he get tickets? Well, I mean, I mean, he's trying they, to. He's, yeah, he's, he's well, no, he's, no, he's good. The Hertz family gave him two more. Oh, nice. Then I think he did a GoFundMe. Good. Well, <laughs> seems good, yeah. yeah. Everybody's not reacting the same way. Well, listen, people, maybe maybe there's some people out there that would like to get some tickets as well. Right, I think that's, I think that's what it is. It's probably yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, Jack, just let me know when you're ready for the suit, man. Because I, I got a lot of reaction to the suit talk. And the suit talk is that Jack only has one suit in his wardrobe, and it's mm. the same suit he wore to his wedding. Mm-mm. He doesn't even have a different shirt. So he wears a white dress shirt. That's a violation. No tie and his wedding suit. And he goes to, to a, a, like three weddings a year, and he wears the same suit to all of them. And yeah. it's almost like two separate things for me. I, you shouldn't, I, don't th- I wouldn't wear my wedding suit anyway, but the fact you just don't have another suit to wear is alarming. Mm-hmm. How could you have not stumbled into getting another suit at some point? Well, uh, <laughs> nobody's made him get. No one's suit. made me get another yes. suit. Although I'm in a couple of weddings up this this upcoming year, and they both have said I need to get a new suit. And my reply was no. Uh, obviously not doing that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I, I haven't felt the need. I had to get it. And no. also, like the funds simply aren't there. You know, like they're, they're, they're allocated somewhere else. Yeah. Well, I gotta live. You know, there's <laughs> more important things than a suit uh, than a suit. Right. You know right. Like mean? same game parlays. Well, that's uh, some say that's a way to live. Coming up, um, one of our own isn't rooting for the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Wait, we have the audio. Wait till you hear this. He's out. He's out. 215-592-9494. It's Marks and Reese. We'll play that audio for you coming up next. Don't go anywhere. But, hey, listen, let's talk about Marks Jewelers for a second. Yeah, if you're getting engaged, the champion of diamond engagement rings in the Delaware Valley is my friend Jim at Marks Jewelers in Montgomeryville. Jim and his all-star staff have the largest selection of diamond rings in the entire area, and you're not going to a mall store. Uh, Marks' showroom is unbelievable. It's amazing. Largest selection you're going to find anywhere. And Marks has rings that no one else has or makes. That's right, makes. Uh, they'll make a one-of-a-kind ring for your one-of-a-kind lady. That's Marks Jewelers in Montgomeryville. Valentine's Day is coming up, folks. You know what you need to do. Get the Marks Jewelers in Montgomeryville right there on Route 309. You can learn more at marks-jewelers.com. Tell them I sent you. All right, we're back. It is Marks and Reese Twitter questions today. 
As always, brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. If you're getting a gauge, the home team, yep, it's Mark's Jewelers. Best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Marks-Jewelers.com. Valentine's Day is coming up, obviously. Mark's Jewelers should be a place you would visit for that. I, I Actually, I saw, Jack, I didn't see the poll results until a little while ago, but yesterday Jack asked on Twitter, who would you rather see the Eagles re-sign this offseason? Bradbury or Gardner Johnson? And overwhelmingly, it's it's Gardner Johnson, 73% mm-hmm. over Bradbury. I guess he's a younger player, seems more dynamic. Could be a lot of, like, what, Gardner Johnson, is he, a, is he an $8 million player, $10 million player in that range? Yeah. Yeah. Also, a lot of uh, uh, both replies, which I always love. You know, congrats on being an Eagles fan. It's I not, understand. It's not my money. <laughs> both. Interesting answer. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I would imagine Gardner is on a rookie deal. He's still he very young, has personality. People can identify with the person. You know, Bradbury's just a solid pro, goes about his business, does his job. But you almost don't even notice he's there. Right. Which is exactly what you need from him is to just kind of be, be, be a good player. Also, I think there's a lot of uh, local Penn State fans that want them to draft Joey Porter Jr. at, at number 10. To, to... Actually, I'm good with that. He's very good. Yeah. yeah, I'm good with that. He's a big corner. He's long. Yeah. You, I mean, He's a first-round pick. First-round pick. You're going to have yep. him for five years. Yeah, at, at the cornerback position, it's going to be a hell of a lot more expensive to pay that guy than it is a safety. So, and, and to your point, and this is something you had said, I remember you saying before when we talked about bringing Bradbury back, but really, isn't that what they need to do? They have the extra first round draft pick. It's time to draft. Oh a, yeah, a, that's tra- what it's time for. to draft a corner in the first round and it work and get it right. Yeah, yeah, and get it right, and then you have the guy, and then you can resign him in four years, and you resign your own guy rather than going out and spending money in free agency. Because the way they've been doing it is kind of they've been they've been doing well with the market, and this year they were lucky to get Bradbury for the number. He got cut, wanted to come here. It, I mean, last year you had Steven Nelson in the mm-hmm. same scenario, and it wasn't as good. So. You keep doing this year by year thing with your second corner. You're gonna have bet years where it doesn't work out as well. Sure, and who wants to keep putting ten million dollars on their salary cap every year at the cornerback position? So, the object is to have a young player on a rookie deal, and you got a good player. And when you got a top ten draft pick, to me, it just makes sense to get a player not for depth, a player you can actually slide in to one of these starting spots to supplement not only the salary there, but the talent level there. I would imagine a first-round draft pick should at least be as good opposite Slay as Bradbury is. Yeah, especially by the end of the end of the first season where you're saying, like, all right, now we got something really nice here. Yeah. 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 I, I could see them doing it. They have that second first-round draft pick. They have the first one. Yeah, I don't see them getting into multiple years of paying two corners $10 million-plus. I, I don't see that. In their 30s. As well, yeah, in their thirties, no less. Yeah, hell, they didn't want to do it with Lido and Sheldon. Like they didn't do it when you had young corners that nope. that young. And the reason they were on the team was because they didn't want to pay Troy Vincent and and yeah. Bobby I mean, it's paying one corner. It's a matter of paying two corners yeah. that type of money. You got two guys that feel like they're all pro level corners. That's gonna cost you money. Yep. Yep. Like that's that's gonna cost money. You about to give a quarterback two hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, pretty big money. You're right. Yeah, and and then what? You're you're paying your quarterback fifty million a year. You're gonna have to, yeah. You have to get less in some spots. Yeah. Let's go to Justin in Tennessee, checking in. Justin, how are you, buddy? Well, that my fellas, how you doing this fine Friday evening? How are you, Justin? What's up, Justin? 
I'm doing good, boys. I'm doing good. I, I was listening to that uh, Merrill montage from five years ago. And let me tell you something, boys. Ain't nothing like thinking about the first time giving you the chicken skin, boys. That'll get you. That'll get you going every time. We'll give you them goosebumps. That's the good stuff right there. Ain't nothing but the first time on nothing. <laughs> I agree. I agree with you there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was uh, no. And all jokes aside, it was it was amazing. I mean, just just thinking about you know. 2004 and then getting there again and worrying about the Patriots again and we just I mean we laid it to them boys I mean that was that was a game for the ages for us and I mean just in football in general oh yeah but uh talking about I wanted to call the other day but I was too tied up with work and everything and uh, y'all were talking about the guys that are going to be free agents and who who we would keep excuse me I would probably try to keep TJ and Chauncey Mm-hmm. And I, I know y'all said three, but I don't, I don't know if I would rather try to keep Brandon. But it depends on if Kelsey wants to come back. Because this is this is my thing. If Kelsey wants to come back, I think they bring him back, and they would let Samalu go mm-hmm. and let yep. uh, Tim Jurgen slide over to that right guard for a year, maybe. Because he played some guard at Nebraska, best I can remember. You know what they said after we drafted him, and then you know after that maybe Kelsey's ready to retire or whatever, but that would be the cheaper route. That, but I think, that, that's, a, that's a big drop-off. Sam Isle is a, a, a big guard, right? And Camp Jurgens is is like a 200 with 280. I mean, you have two smaller yeah. offensive linemen next to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he is on the smallest side. That's that's the downside. But I'm like I'm like what you guys said. If they use both those first-round picks, I think you've got to go corner and possibly defensive tackle. I, I really do. Yeah, that's if he keeps them. Who knows with how he man. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know how he likes to move up and down the board and and do different things. I'll say this: they don't have as many overall picks as some people may think. They got the two first, a second. I don't think we have a third. I think we have a fourth, and then I think we have two sixth and a seventh. Yeah, and then next year I think we got one first and two seconds. Next year I think. Yeah, you got yeah, the same, same, second, got the same year, second round pick. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting, but I, it would suck to lose Bradbury. But, I mean, I just don't think you can afford him because with him coming off an all-pro all season, yeah, I, yeah. You know, it's, I don't think you can afford him. But, hey, who knows? How he's got the magic fan, boys. But uh, I'm going to get off here. Y'all have had a great show. Y'all be careful going to Arizona. I'm going to be listening all week next week per usual, and I'll uh, – I wanted to call yesterday at that flyer shop. I, it sounded like y'all was having a big old time. Tonight. That, <laughs> that was a that good time. But, right, we'll uh, talk. We'll talk to you next week, Justin. Appreciate you, Justin. Right, love boys, you, buddy. I love y'all. I mean, boys. Love you, brother. All right, Justin. Yeah, I mean, listen. When when you either way, they're going to be tough decisions, whether you win or lose, uh, because you have uh, things you want to do this off season. And the one thing I noticed um, with this team is that it's one of the rare years where they didn't re-sign anybody. They didn't extend anybody at the end of the season. They usually try to get some of their players locked up, guys that they've identified that's going to be here. Uh, they usually try to get those guys locked up. They locked up Goddard early. They mm-hmm. locked up Maddox early. They locked up um, Josh Sweat early, gave him money. I think I remember them um, locking up uh, uh, Mylotta during the season. Yes. Um, at some point. They usually don't wait until you get the free agency to try to sign you. 
And now you have seven of the top 50 free agents that, yeah. are, that, are, that, so, it, that are out there. Yeah, so what it tells me is that the players may be looking for more than what the team is willing to offer right now. So the team is like, okay, we'll let, let free agency play out. Somebody offers you that? God, yeah, we'll stay God, in communication. God bless you, yeah. you. You take it. But if the market doesn't say this is what you're worth, well, we're, gonna, we're not going to close the door because Gardner Johnson can come back here on a one-year deal. Right. Yeah, you know no, you're saying? right. And how he's so good at reading the market. You can franchise and, tag. Yeah. You can franchise tag Gardner Johnson. That's a good if point. You want to. Yeah, what would that be for a for a safety? I'm gonna have to Google it real Probably, fast. I think I think Jesse Bates got like eight million this year, eight or nine million, I think it was. Um, so the the Eagles have six draft picks next year. One two in the first, the second, a third, and then they don't pick again until the seventh. Okay. That great trade they made for uh, Robert Quinn. Cost them the fourth, yeah. Cost them their fourth. So you got Two ones, a two, a three, and then you don't pick again to the seventh round. Yep. Okay. That's a long time, right? Not yeah, not those drafted. are basically undrafted free agents unless you get Brock Purdy and he becomes Brock Purdy. Right. Well, for the most part, you don't know what those. Yeah, it's are. about the same chance of sticking <laughs> from being an undrafted <laughs> yes. player. No, you're yes. right. So yeah. after the third round, you're more or less. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got no more picks unless you yep. unless you want to trade one of your other picks in the future. I mean, they can always move one of those second round picks from twenty four if they wanted to. Expect Howie to move around. Yeah, in, if they wanted some, to, they can always do that. Some respects. Uh, so we have the, the we we talked about this last segment. All right, there is a uh, would you call him a Philly guy? I would have called him a Philly guy. I think Jack. Well, he's a Philly guy. Philly guy. Well, yeah, he is a Philly, Philly guy. He's a Philly guy. Uh, Rashid Wallace, star Simon Gratz, pride of North Philadelphia. Um, Jack, is he a big Eagle fan? I know he was a Flyer fan when the the Flyers were in the Cup. Many years ago. Well, I thought I would assume he was an Eagles fan because he's from here. Is he a Philly fan? Philadelphia Phillies. Wow. Well, was he? We didn't notice him during the World Series. Well, mm-hmm. he has. Uh, he has spoken on. Well, the, I've seen him at plenty of Eagles games. So with Eagles jerseys on, he's worn a McNabb jersey to a game. Yeah. Like, so I don't know if he's an Eagles fan or what, but I've seen him at Eagles games. Okay. In, in the years past, yeah. All right. Well, here's Rasheed Wallace on uh, on this uh, Super Bowl matchup. So this is what it boils down to, mean gene. We got these pretenders over here called the Philadelphia Pigeons. And we got these bona fide champions over here called the Kansas City Chiefs. So you know what it is, mean gene. We're going to go face to face, toe to toe, because they don't want it with us. Hey, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he's a good quarterback. I like your brother. Glad he's doing it for my city. But you're going down. You know what it is. It's all about that Kansas City cannon. That's right. How about them Chiefs? See y'all in Phoenix. It's very disappointing. He laid that on thick. Does he want to come on the show next week? He'll be on Radio Row? Yeah, we, if we see him, we're grabbing him. That's for certain. Yep. Yeah, there's no way he gets away with that one. Nope. You got an answer for that one. Yep. That, that was that was landing on a little too thick right there. He's an old cheese. He called us pigeons. Yeah. yeah. He's doing his best WWE <laughs> impersonation. From a guy that you know was at you know the, lived and died with the early two thousands Eagles, right. Rasheed Wallace, to, right. to, to flip like that. <laughs> Very sad. So I I did I did read I read something where he was talking about how he loved the Chiefs and the Chiefs were never any good and he was the only person that liked the Chiefs, well because uh, you, you lived in Philadelphia. What well, that was his AFC team? No, apparently that's his that's his entire <laughs> team. 
And he's like, you know, I remember when Joe Montana came to Kansas City, and mm-hmm. it's like, so he has been a, he has been a long time long time Chief fan. Well, there's no way he wasn't an Eagles fan. I've seen him. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I've seen him. Well, right? he's picked. He has picked so, a side. Well, sure. Well, that's clear. We see that. that that's clear. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Is he is he is he scheduled to be out there on Radio Road, Jack? That'd be oh, something. Yeah, sure. We'll find him. <laughs> That'd be something. He said, "I'll see you in Phoenix." Yeah. <laughs> Not since he he uh, snubbed me at the Willow Grove Park Mall when he was still in high school, and I tried to say hi to him. Have I been that disappointed in Rasheed Wallace? Yeah, well, it's hard, man. What are you going to do? He's actually from here. Yeah. <laughs> Some would say, what, you go Wilt, Kobe, Sheed, high school basketball players around here? I'm trying to think if, if there's any older guys. Yeah, that... is there anybody you put in front of Rasheed? Who you go, where are you going, Jack? Well, Rip. rip. Since you, you were born in 2000, we're like, yeah, where are you going? Well, Rip, uh, rip Hamilton is, is representing so. the Chessmont. <laughs> so, uh, Mikael Bridges representing the Chessmont. Okay. Yeah, it's high-quality basketball. Oh, no, there's plenty there. of guys that are from this area. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Who's when you talk du- about the greats, the top ones. Who's like, the guy, Dewan Wagner? Is that Dewan, what's Camden, man? That's, that's, that's my hood. Well, that counts. That's, that, that, he that, is, hold on, that counts. He is. South Jersey. It, it, he, well, he, even if it did, he does not. He is not on the elite list. Was well, a high school player. He was. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. In the country, a high school player. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. High school players. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was recognized. Recognized as one of the best. I mean, I mean, you guys are Philadelphia born and bred here. I, I, well, Jack didn't even know where he went to high school. Jack's like, where did he go to school? I was always told he's one of the best high school players to ever play here, and that's how they were so disappointed that he didn't go to Temple and he went to North Carolina. I was crushed. Yeah. Because I was a, that was the Eddie Jones, Aaron McKee. He would have been a part of that team. And, and the only, as a freshman, he would have been the mm-hmm. only. They had a big man, William Cunningham, who, and he played a, a while in the in the NBA. It wasn't any good, but he was a big athletic body. He played for the Nets most. If they had, they just needed somebody on the inside. Like they right. needed somebody that had, and, and she would shoot threes. He would block oh, shots. Yeah. I mean, he was. Oh yeah. He ran the fast break, <laughs> really well. So Roscoe, he, man. He, I loved Rashid. I, yeah, I loved Wallace, him. Wallace, man. I actually loved him in Carolina, even though I was. Yeah, we got. He, he just got come on, Sheed. You got to answer for this, man. He does. <laughs> uh, hold on. Kyle Lowry. It has to oh, be. Oh, yeah. You got uh, Kyle Lowry. Kyle yeah. Lowry. Kyle has Lowry. Yeah. Jameer Nelson. Yeah, you got Jameer Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Gola, of course. <laughs> I, I didn't see Tom Gola. I was, just, yes, I, no. I was working my way down the list. <laughs> yes. He's on the list of players, though. Well, I remember Deion Waiters. Yep. Yep. Deion Waiters. Yep. These dudes were in high school when I was actually playing. That's how yeah, old yeah. I am. <laughs> yep. Yeah, these guys were actually in high school when I was playing. Well, very disappointing. Very disappointing, Sheed. Sheed? He got to stay true to his team. Man. So maybe he never was an Eagles fan, and he just sort of jumped on the bandwagon when we were when we were good. Yep. Yeah. You know Kansas City wasn't good back then. <laughs> yeah. no, he's a complete fraud. He wasn't a big Trent Green guy. He's wearing, he was wearing Donovan jerseys. I, I'm telling you, oh, I'm saying that. Yeah. And then he does that, calls us the pigeons. Oh, yeah, the pigeons thing has really got to go. That's got to go. Sheed, man. <laughs> I thought it was like I, I like I had the video. I was laughing. I'm like, is he serious or is he like, is this a bit? And then I, that's when I, I, I cross checked it and I googled it and I saw, and I saw a story where he was talking about how bit like he's given all these details to how long he's loved the Chiefs and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, he really is a Chiefs fan. Mm. So Jerry, the truckhorn guy. Is on the line right now, Ike. Mm-hmm. Jerry Chuckhorn, how are you? Guys, what's happening? What? <laughs> what? 
I'm home, so I don't have my truck horn. I was going to ask you, are you headed towards Arizona? I wish I was, bro, but I'm not. I'm, I, I, I'm not. I, I don't go that far. The far as I've been okay. is Kansas. So, okay. you know, I, I haven't uh, – been able to get out and get that get farther than that, but but believe me, if they sent me for a loader there, I'm gone. You up for it? Let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm. How long? How long in a row do you, do you drive before you you have to stop? I can drive. I'll give you a breakdown. I can work 14 hours a day. I can drive 11 hours total. I have to stop after every eight hours for a half hour break, and I have to take a 10 hour break every day. Yeah. Mm. Say that. It's kind of fast. Just replay it, and you'll hear it again and again. You'll, you'll figure it yeah. Basically, I can drive about 10, 11 hours a day. All right. Yeah. My father-in-law I, drove My father-in-law drove trucks, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, mm. I, I can get in about between 5 and 550, 575 on a good day. I haven't hit 600 yet, but I, you know, one of these days I might. But you got to pace yourself because if not, you can get in real trouble out there. You, yeah, you got to be careful, man. Have. Some bad stuff to happen, and you can get one of those laws, and, and you know you you you'll end up in a spot you don't want to be in. Well, Jerry, Jerry, how are you feeling about this game in two Sundays? Oh, I have a, I have a feeling we're going to wipe the ass up and down the field, in there my opinion. Go. So, um, as far as Big Red goes, oh my goodness, you know I I I don't I I don't give to you know what's about that because he never did anything to bring us a championship and get us there. And then all of a sudden we never win anything, but you know, I love the guy. <laughs> he's, a good, he's a good dude, but when it comes Sunday, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. you, you don't have, you don't have to root for him. Oh no. Oh hell no. No, when yeah, it comes fine. Sunday, we're going to break out a can of whoop ass on him and, and we're going to go up and down that field and we're going to bring him home to Lombardi. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, we're going to have two and five years right. and everything else is going to be, uh, be 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 good to go. The city's going to go nuts. The poles are going to be greased. Everybody's ass is going to be greased, and everything. All, right, all right, all right, all right. So, you know what wait, I'm wait, saying? What it, no, no, no. Telly's off work. No. Once was 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 pretty much unacceptable, and then the second time. Oh my! What's he talking God, about? Man. Why would you have to grease that? I, I, for obvious reasons. That's what I would say. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. What do you mean? Why do you have to grease? That? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jack. I know you're naive about a lot of things, but by the way, we didn't mention uh, we didn't mention uh, uh, Lionel Simmons in the Philadelphia <laughs> basketball all timers. The L train. Oh my God! Yeah, we're gonna have to. Can we get Herb in, to oh investigate him? What's going on? What the hell was? What was it? I, he's clearly <laughs> off work. He's excited to be home. Yeah, he is. Is, is that what it is? Yeah, some yeah, Mike yeah. juice maybe. Yeah, it is Friday. Yeah. He went with two of them. Yeah, the first time, like I said, didn't think it was necessary. And then the second time, even more explicitly, certainly wasn't necessary. That's, that was weird, man. Oh, man. That was weird. Speaking of weird, Elliot's up next. It's Friday. It's Friday. We've made uh, it through this week. Now we're on a Super Bowl week after today. Who that think about that. me to tears, man. All right. I think Jack's question is curiosity really got me. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? No, he well, said, why would you have to grease it? Yeah. <laughs>
Coming up. When you find out, tell me. All right. I'll break it down on the air. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do a book report. A Google book report after Elliot. You can tell us what you think he was what, what do you think he's yeah! talking about. Uh-oh. All right, coming up, Elliot. He was at practice today. What did he see, including what is going on with uh, Vontae Maddox, who had, had the boot back on? So that's coming up with Elliot. The guy spoke as well. Elliot was in the middle of all that. He joins us coming up next. And does Elliot trust Jonathan Gannon in this game against uh, Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid? All that's coming up next with Elliot. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Hey, listen, let's talk about betting for a second with BetMGM, the king of sports books. Well, listen. Uh, if you have a friend who loves sports as much as you do, here's a great chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend refer a friend Program. Just sign it to your BetMGM account. Click on the Refer a Friend Program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. Once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager's settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. BetMGM. 